Hello, I'm David Plott, MLEX's Managing Editor for Asia. Welcome to this latest in our series of podcasts, our first from South Korea. Today we head to Seoul for a look at what may prove to be an important change in the business environment there. Now you'll recall that South Korea's former president was removed from office in a corruption scandal back in March. And after that, an election ushered in a new government. Well, with that new government, naturally enough, have come new political appointments. And one of those appointments brought in a new man to head up the country's antitrust regulator. That's Kim Sang-jo, the new chief of the Korea Fair Trade Commission. Less than a month into his job, he's already got some profile, and it seems that change is coming to the agency. With me now to discuss Kim, the Commission, and the kinds of developments ahead in South Korea's antitrust landscape is MLEX correspondent Donby Lee in Seoul. Welcome to this podcast, Donby. Thanks, David. Donby, Kim comes to the KFTC with some pretty heavyweight backing from South Korea's new president. What can you tell us about him? So unlike the past KFTC chairman who was from the KFTC, Kim Sang-jo is a former professor and a former advisor for a civic group called People's Solidarity for Participatory Democracy, which is known to combat unfair business practices. Now, Kim was widely known for his antitrust-related activities that dealt mostly with Chebols, which are South Korea's family-owned business group, where he strongly protested against their unfair business practices and governance structure. Also, um, he's been a close person to the new President Moon Jae-in, as Kim helped outline the economic blueprint in the presidential campaign in regards to the KFTC. So he was already the KFTC chairman front-runner even when President Moon was just a candidate. So honestly, it's not a surprise that he was appointed. In the process, he was really opposed by the opposition party, which attacked him for ethical issues. But still, with President Moon's exclusive authority, Kim was appointed, and he's been quite active since his appointment, which happened less than a month ago. What changes do you expect to see with Kim at the helm of the KFTC? So now we know that Kim is definitely aware of his nickname, Chubble Sniper. And upon his appointment, he made it very clear that his agenda of reforming Chebbles will not be done in a crude or rushed manner. Um, he said that he plans to cooperate with large business groups to ensure that a reform is carried out reasonably. And he did say preferably through voluntary measures, which is Kim's way of letting Chebbles know that he's not out to just attack them. Um, there are views that Kim will enhance KFTC's investigations targeting unfair business practices and abuse of dominance. And during his campaign, President Moon has said that uh, the six leading conglomerates in South Korea will come under radar under his administration. And the new KFTC chairman Kim also addressed the main four, which are Samsung, SK, Hyundai Motor, and LG. So we're expected to see some beefed up efforts by the KFTC to root out this deeply cemented unfair business practices as it's been pledged in the campaign. And the KFTC is really expected to encourage a fair level playing field. Um, aside from travel reform, there will also be legislative changes such as reforming KFTC's exclusive right of referral to the prosecutor's office, implementing class action within South Korea's competition law, and increasing KFTC personnel. And in addition to these legislative changes, the KFTC chairman has made it clear that he would like the regulator to plan for a regulatory landscape change in dealing with the fourth industrial revolution. 
Also, there's going to be some attention placed on large distributors and their business practices. For example, upon his appointment, the KFTC has increased the monetary fine level by almost double when dealing with distributors and fair trade practices. Now, that's a pretty heavy agenda. Uh, it involves a lot of the most powerful forces in South Korea's economy. How specifically does Kim plan to achieve those aims? So it's been only a few weeks since Kim was appointed, so we're not exactly certain about how he will go about achieving his goals. But then again, we all know that Kim is a planned and a ready man, and the general view is that he will start by tackling the larger distributors and conglomerates to see whether there have been cases of unfair business practices. Uh, for example, in regards to the Jebel reform, Kim has already met with these representatives from large conglomerates to share the KFTC agenda. He has also highlighted the importance of KFTC beefing up their internal study of big data and how it may affect competition down the road, just like other regulators across the world. He has also requested to have increased personnel to enhance KFTC efficiency, which will give a significant boost in their case handling process and also offer a wider scope of investigation. Also, um, Kim is likely to work on really building a sound cooperation between the KFTC and other relevant agencies. You mentioned earlier that Kim has a sharp eye on South Korea's chibles. What does he have in mind? Right. So as I mentioned earlier, Kim, he's very knowledgeable of the Chebel landscape, given his background. And his reform agenda was highlighted because President Moon said that the six leading conglomerates would be closely monitored. And Kim echoed the same views, addressing the top four. And now, as a part of Chebel reform, Kim has already met with the representatives of the four conglomerates to discuss how they can engage in voluntary reform which would be things such as reducing unfair inter-affiliate trading, reducing cross-shareholdings, and providing a wider and expanded range of opportunities to small and medium-sized enterprises. So Kim's goal as a chairman is to create a fair level playing field. And when he talks about Chebel reform, he doesn't want to appear as just a Chebel sniper that goes out of his way to attack conglomerates. He understands that Chebels are valuable assets to South Korea. So what he's trying to do is really just find a good medium which will continue to boost the value of Chebels. But instead of having this abuse of dominance and monopolistic um, platform, he wants to make sure it trickles down so that there is a fair competition system between both the conglomerates and the smaller businesses. Now, Kim is expected to continue meeting with representatives from other leading business groups as well and carry out a reform on a case-by-case case, instead of trying to apply a single approach to all areas because that wouldn't be too effective. What other issues are on the KFTC's rebooted agenda? So um, KFTC is expected to have a closer watch over big data and its connection to Competition Act. For example, um, recently Chairman Kim, he emphasized the importance of KFTC really beefing up their capability when dealing with the fourth industrial revolution. He said that big data and other AIA related issues will definitely be of significance to the regulators. But South Korea's KFTC is not yet prepared for this. So Kim said that he wants KFTC to really beef up their internal research of these sectors. And in addition to these domestic business groups, the KFTC is expected to closely monitor multinational IT companies such as Google and Facebook, which are also being looked at by other regulators. 
Now, other legislative agenda, which were part of President Moon's campaign, um, such as abolishing KFTC's exclusive right of referral to the prosecutor's office, implementing class action within the country's competition law, they will be prioritized. And Kim has already, in fact, started moving along with this process. Well, presumably, Kim will try to exercise some influence over the culture of the KFTC. What can we expect on that front? Right. So it'll really be interesting to see how the KFTC culture changes with K, uh, Kim's appointment. So now Kim has stressed the importance of the regulator employees not engaging too much with former employees that work in law firms. So generally, many former KFTC officials will get positions at law firms based on their experience and connection with the regulator. Now, transparency and open communication appear to be Kim's motto in setting up this KFTC culture. When he was appointed, Kim verbally addressed KFTC employees, saying that they should refrain from engaging in non-professional relationships with former KFTC employees that work in relevant fields. And this really isn't surprising, as the recent corruption scandal that took place in South Korea really dampened the credibility of the government's trans transparency. Now, KFTC is likely to be more careful in their dealings with non-KFTC and former KFTC. When President Moon was running for election, he talked a lot about the role of the KFTC in achieving his goal of a fair economy. Now, I believe that's the first time the antitrust agency is featured in a presidential election campaign. Now that Moon has been elected, is that a good thing for the KFTC or does the regulator risk being politicized in the future? Right. So now that President Moon has been elected, it is good for the KFTC because it gives them some sort of boost in their role. And you're right. Um, KFTC-related agendas, such as reducing new cross-share holdings, they've been used in the past in a campaign. But this direct reference of enhancing or strengthening the role of KFTC is a first. And it's kind of interesting because President Moon, he went ahead and appointed Kim as the KFTC chairman when Kim didn't get confirmation hearing report from the parliament. So that shows just how important KFTC is to President Moon's agenda. Now, based on these circumstances, of course, there's a risk of KFTC being politicized from other people's views. But then again, KFTC does have its own set of internal rule and their mandate is written down in law. So despite these concerns, it's unlikely that the KFTC will actually be swayed, as it is an independent agency that operates with their initiative. However, with that being said, it is true that KFTC's legislative agenda may be influenced by the new administration. But that's likewise everywhere in many countries. And it's also important to note that the recent election where um, Moon became the new president, that happened unexpectedly due to former President Park's impeachment and former President Park's impeachment stemmed from behind-the-door exchanges with conglomerates and bribery allegations. So what KFT stands for has become much more symbolic and important in terms of regulating, establishing fair competition and transparency. So the KFTC has definitely gained more of a momentum. Also, there was much angst against Chebols in South Korea, and since KFTC is referred to as the Chebol watchdog, it is understandable as to why there are concerns that the regulator's role may become politicized in the new administration, but then we can't dismiss the current circumstances that built up to it. Also, for example, this is the first time that a Democratic Liberal Party has obtained administrative control in a decade. So yes, there will be such concerns, especially given the amount of attention President Moon placed on the role of the KFTC. 
However, my take is that things shouldn't be too different in terms of what the KFTC does, but rather it will be interesting to see like how much of it that the KFTC carries out. Okay, now in terms of cases that it's involved in, the KFTC already has a lot on its plate. What can you tell us about the follow-up that we can expect from those cases? Well, I know currently some of the major global cases that the KFTC is looking into and has drawn much attention is the Qualcomm antitrust investigation. That's supposed to have its first court hearing this month on the request for a stay motion, and that's a huge case. And the decision on a stay motion will really set the tone for the case going forward. So that is something that the KFTC is really like to be focusing on. Um, there's also the global cartel cases dealing with capacitors, shipping roll-on, roll-off, and forex, which should be seeing more progress this year. The KFTC's internal change has slowed down the case handling process, but now with the new chairman, um, these processes should pick up. And now global mergers such as Abbott Allier, Qualcomm NXP, Intel Mobileye, they're all expected to be finalized in the coming months. Lastly, um, the IT sector, such as Google, is definitely an area that the KFTC has been investigating, as well as the pharma sector involving pay-for-delay or reverse payments. Well, that would be a pretty full entry for any incoming antitrust chief. But for one who's been appointed on the promise of an ambitious enforcement agenda, Kim certainly has a lot uh, on his plate. Uh, and he'll also have to manage pursuing that agenda without being seen as overly political with adversaries like the Chibels that may prove to be quite a challenge. Dombey, thanks very much for sharing your insight into all these changes at the KFTC. We'll be looking forward to more coverage of these important developments in South Korea's antitrust landscape as the regulator and its new chief get down to business in the months ahead. Thanks again. Thank you, David, for having me on this. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks again, Donby. If you'd like to read all our reporting on the KFTC, its leader, and its changing role, head to our website. You can find us at mlexmarketinsight.com. Click on Insight Center, then click on Editor's Picks. You've been listening to Don B. Lee. I'm David Plott. See you again soon for more insights from MLEX's specialist team of correspondents.